and welcome to another know-it-all episode of We Only Look Thin. <laughs> I am Katherine Weigel. I've lost 150 pounds, and I am here to tell you what I know and what I don't know. And here with me is... Donald Weigel. Yay. And I think you're selling yourself short. You're like the known know-it-all of known town No town. I really do act like I know it all. I actually said something to our daughter the other day acting like a know-it-all. And then I was like, you know what? I actually don't know. I was just trying to say something to sound fancy. So sometimes admitting what you don't know is a good thing. But I know this is going to be an awesome episode. One of my favorite know-it-all uh, events of my life was we were at a museum. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. There was a woman like <laughs> reading off of a plaque and talking to her young son like at the museum and reading to him as if she knew exactly what yeah, she was talking Yeah, and the kid's like, about. you're so amazing mommy yeah. and the best part was she was actually completely like you know not saying the right thing she was talking about how like the, the we were looking at photographs that were taken from like the you know saturn 2 probe or something and they were actually photographs that were taken into space yeah <laughs> they were know. like dna molecules yeah. like oh yeah you know how yeah. you can take pictures from the hubble telescope of dna so don't be a know-it-all don't be a know-it-all that's, that's enough the, for this week's episode there you go this Thanks is just very a, much. an amuse bouche episode Please of. rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Speaking of which, oh, um, we're gonna see how I did that. We're gonna do the normal uh, towel. Towel, towel, everybody! <laughs> wow, you took me by surprise there. And then we're gonna talk uh, about other things, about knowing things and not knowing things. Yeah, which we'll, we'll tell you more about later. You we're don't know. Tie things into knowing it all and yeah. pretending you don't. And then we're gonna finish off with a product of the week. Pow, everybody! Pow, pow, you guys. I mean. Pow! Everybody! We're mixing it up. We're keeping it fun and fresh. Man, speaking of mixing it up, yeah, but uh, but actually, but speaking, first. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you were you were like you were leading me into a good setup, in, and yeah. then I dropped it, and so we'll go back to it now. Um, I'm going to toot our own horns. Whoa, uh, you're it. a horn tooter. <laughs> <I am. laughs> Going to have that checked out soon. Yeah, but um, I honestly don't know. I know we we usually ask people to leave rating and reviewing us on the i things and the apple podcast apple yes. podcast like i said the i things um, yeah the I also things. known commonly as the i things um, <laughs> uh, yeah okay so we ask people to rate and review us and uh we always say that we're going to maybe read one of the reviews and we're actually going to do it now hey you and know what we're going to say something that we've said before and we're going to do it and follow through and it's going to be great. It is. No, but I don't know how much the algorithms of the universe uh, actually matter toward leaving the reviews, but I love getting positive reviews on our podcast, me personally. And we got one uh, this week from Who is Rose? I think that's how it's that, that is the username. Who is Rose? Who is Rose? Who is Rose? And it said, best weight loss podcast, hands down. Well, look at my hands. Clearly, and now I agree with this review wholeheartedly um, so far. No, but it's lovely. She's uh, they. I don't know if they are he or she or they. This is absolutely my favorite weight loss podcast. It's informative, empowering, entertaining, and most importantly, an inspiration. Asian. <laughs> the married she couple. She said it just like that. She yeah. wrote it in that font. Uh, the married couple, who incidentally have lost about 250 pounds, have a terrifically close relationship, and their banter is hysterical. <laughs> yes, it is. 
You know your stuff, who is Such Rose. Such hysterical banter. <laughs> no, we're awesome. Anyway, okay, I'm going to keep going. Uh, they share all the tips and uh, plenty on the head game of weight loss. Best of all, they believe in being proactive about what one can do for oneself, not in playing the victim of life card, which we're going to talk about later. Yeah. Um, I've lost about 50 pounds following their advice and behavioral and mental change. Wow, and apply congratulations. It to That's other areas of life as well. Thanks, guys. Must be nice. Like, that is so amazing. Like, people, yeah, that's fantastic. We are sitting here, two schlubs, two know it alls. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. I don't know um, if I'm a schlub. Well, I'm dressed kind of like a schlub right now. I'm really glad we're not on television right now yeah. because I'm not yeah, looking at the best. Our YouTube channel is not going to no, work with what's happening. There are not right enough now. Snapchat filters to sort all this situation out. Yeah, we are both definitely made up for podcasting. <laughs> we are. <laughs> but. The idea, I mean, just think about it. Two years ago, three years ago, the oh idea that we would be helping people actually change their lives, like it, please, like I know I just sound like I'm snarky all the time, but it means so much to know that we're helping people and that if uh, b- between all of our uh, s- snarky comments that people are actually getting something out of this and helping change their own lives, like it yeah, is, it, it means really makes this gratifying and, and makes this all worth it. And uh, we really appreciate every one of you out there listening. Um, and uh, we, you know, and to go back uh, half a step, if you are getting something out of this, we do, it really does help us grow the show. If you can uh, rate and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, we would appreciate it. So uh, thank you very much. Who is Rose? And, uh, yeah, and who is Rose? Rose is an inspiration. Asian, Asian, Asian. How many For times sure. can we do that through the episode? I don't know. Let's, Every time we do it, you've got to do five squats. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new uh, not drinking game, not the new exercise game. game. Yeah, yeah, new water game. So uh, Every so time yeah. you mention Chopin, you have to do a push-up <laughs> or something. Getting it done. Yeah. So thank you very much. Honestly, it really uh, makes all of it worth it. We put a lot of time and effort into um, We Only Look Thin and Molt Place, and it just means so much to get the positive feedback. So thank you so much. Thank you very much. And now I think it is time for our tip of the week. Tip of the week. Tau. Tau. Tip of the week to you, darling. Tip of the week to you. Now, this is sort of a seasonal sort of tip. Uh, It's a cool day. It's a balmy, what, 70 degrees in Los Angeles or something? Something like that. Uh, But Donald's going to tell you about what our tip is, and here it comes because he's going to say it now. It is to mix things up. What? <laughs> you know, there are people out there Mix who it up. Stir it up. Mix it up. Stir it up. There are people out there who might tell you that spices are the spice of life, <laughs> but it, I think variety is the spice of life. Oh, yeah. put it on a t-shirt. Um, so, but what I'm really talking about here is, and, and I was thinking about this earlier this week because I was sort of trying to add some variety and not eat the same thing every day all week um, and just mixing up the food that I was taking to work. And I think this is a, a good thing to do from time to time. And I do it, you know, I sort of complain. Um, Trader Joe's has these wonderful refrigerated soups that the ones that I really like, which are the split pea and the harvest chili, they only sell in the fall. And um I'm choosing to now think of that as a good thing to where I I don't eat them every day all year. I just eat them every day during the fall. <laughs> and so what I'm what my point here is that 
mix things up um, because it is really easy when you're on your weight loss adventure to get stuck in a rut and really get bored of what you're doing, get bored of your exercise, get bored of what you're eating. And so try and um, try and not eat things ex- over and over and over again, or maybe seasonally mix things up. Like you've got sort of a, you know, a weekly menu that you like, like try doing something different in the fall and then, you know, reinvestigating in the spring and doing it differently. Well, and beyond that, uh, in terms of exercise, we have been rebounding quite often instead of going out on walks. And I know for a lot of people, if you're in areas of inclement weather, going outside to walk can be very difficult. Yeah. So switching up your routine, giving yourself permission, like, oh my gosh, I've, you know, I've been running all summer. Okay, well, you know what? In October, all I'm going to do is yoga or starting in November, I'm going to switch it up and I'm going to start doing a hit class and I'm only going to commit to it for a month. Give yourself permission to try something and then switch it out. Um, same thing goes with like water in the winter yeah. months. It's really hard for me to drink lots of cold water. So I usually switch to hot tea. And there's no water police that are going to come and check your water goals. Like it's all <laughs> you. So you can uh, you can switch up to hot tea. I'm applying to Water Police Academy as soon <laughs> as we finish recording this. Okay, Aquaman. Uh, but be okay with switching it up. Give yourself permission to try out something new. Uh, this isn't, you know, a white after Labor Day thing, but looking at things seasonally can be a benefit. And yeah, I'm also and I know I, that when I'm doing like the same exercise videos over and over again, I start to get bored of them, and they start to become less challenging and less interesting. And you know, back when I used to run, um, I would run on a treadmill and I had this like workout mix and it would be great for a few weeks. And then after a while, oh gosh, I would just like, be I like, hate I don't want to hear these songs ever again. Like at first they're like super motivating and then it would just be like, oh boy, not this song again. And so changing things up, like making some variety in your life, whether it's food or exercise or your workout mix, uh, can really help keep you interested in keeping going. Do you remember on uh, we used, we're from New Jersey? I'm from New Jersey. I don't know about Donald, but on New Jersey 101.5, the radio station, they would have their summer songs and oh, then yeah. their winter songs, and you could tell, like, oh my gosh, they're playing "Sitting on the Dock of the Bay," yeah, and like, yeah, oh, that's yeah. a summer song. And then in the winter, they'll play "All the Leaves Are Brown." Like, anyway, so that is uh, that's my story. So we're it, saying it was funnier. Do what that radio it station. It was funnier did. in my head. Maybe we can <laughs> cut that. It didn't really play as well as uh, I had hoped it would so we'll just cut that out how about that okay no like honestly cut it out (laughs) we'll see (laughs) okay whoa okay then we'll see (laughs) anyway uh so now we're gonna move on and that was your tip of the week tip of the week to you tip of the week to you tip of the week now it's over it was the tip of the week now we're gonna move on to knowing and not knowing and knowfully not knowing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. So um, um, this topic was inspired. Uh, Gretchen Rubin, friend of the friend show. Friend of the show. She liked to post I made on her page the other day. So well, then, truly, she is a friend of the show. stalker territory. Yeah. Um, she has a, um, a mini podcast called A Little Happier. and there's, Not too much. Yeah, they're like five-minute episodes. And um, she talked recently about the... Uh, Spider-Man musical and the how there were just to summarize there were so many great people involved in this thing so many people who had a track record of success and yet it failed and 
one of the writers of the show wrote a book about it. And in his book, he talked about how there was this point in time where, like, it was brought up to them that they had a problem with the storyline that happened uh, partway through the second act, and they really just chose to ignore it. Yeah, the old, like, I'm not listening. I am yeah. just kidding. If I or keep the, my. Yeah, we'll fix it later. It'll be yeah, fine. We'll fix it in post. Don't It'll you be worry. fine. Yeah. And it turned out it wasn't fine. No, and, very uh, not fine. Didn't go well for my dudes. <laughs> His and, spidey senses tingled and nobody listened to the tingling. So, yeah, exactly. Um, so she ended up calling this phenomenon the unknown knowns. And this is where Donald comes and in. And this is where Donald. The other Donald. So... Donald Weigel is usually the star of the show, but we're going to talk about another Donald, a lesser known Donald, a minor uh, Donald. <laughs> a Donald you don't normally associate with weight loss, and nope. that is Donald Rumsfeld. Good old Rummy. <laughs> <laughs> Rummy, as the friends of his call him. Yeah, he's not, he's not a friend of the show. We're just talking about him now. Uh, yeah, so he, um, he has a famous quote where he was talking about, uh, I don't know, some war or something. Some war happened somewhere. he was somewhere. Secretary of Defense or something. Um, uh, I do actually know, but I'm just being silly. Um, he said, there are known knowns. There are things we know we know. We also know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we do not know. But there are also unknown unknowns, the ones that we don't know that we don't know. So, no, 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 no. So, yeah, that might have been a little bit hard to follow, but... We'll um, take it from the top and there is take a, it There slowly. is a fourth category, but I think you have each one uh, sort of broken down. Yeah, so in this whole weight loss adventure and in life, um, maybe we'll just start with the, with the top. It all ties back to the Spider-Man thing, but there are... As Rummy, good old Rummy says. <laughs> good old Rummy. Known knowns. I know that that really rolls off the tongue, like known Gary Gnu. Gary Gnu, exactly. Um, so known knowns are things that you know you know. What? Yeah. So they're if-then scenarios. If I buy a Fitbit, I can track my steps. That's a known known. Yeah. Um, I need to go to work in order to make money. Like, they go together, and you know that. Sadly, uh, they do. Yeah, but it's there are things that you have taken the time to gain the skills or the knowledge in. So think about in your weight loss uh, adventure, journey, whatever, of things that you're doing right now that you know are in your best interest. And you do them like I get seven hours of sleep a night because I know it is in my best interest. I personally track my calories because I know that it is in my best interest. Yeah, for sure. And but and I know what the result will be if I track my calories. Then I will have evidence of whether I'm gaining or losing weight and why. Yeah, I take the stairs instead of the elevator because I know I will get more steps. Right, and it keeps me mindful, and it's things that I'm taking control of in my life. I'm not being a victim. There are then, stay with me, known unknowns. Whoa. The things in life that you have not yet learned to do or perfect. Yeah, so, there, there are things out there that you you know that they exist, but you don't know what they are. Like, you, you know that there are things that you haven't learned yet. Yeah, so like Donald knows that he doesn't know how to change his own oil. And it doesn't matter. It's fine. He can yeah. farm that out. I you can don't... still go pay somebody else to do it. Right. So I know that I don't know how to speak French, but 
I could if I put in the effort. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many calories are in a cup of cashews, but I have the resources to find that out. So it's, you know that you don't know it, but it's, it's not a mystery. It's that there is evidence out there or there's information out there. Then there are unknown unknowns. Whoa. So these are things that you haven't had to think about. Like I have not had to think about uh, like learning how to fight a shark because I'm typically not in the ocean. So it's like, that's not something I really need. It's an unknown. unknown. I really personally think that's bad planning. I think everyone (laughs) should learn how to fight a shark just in case. And I'm going to start my own how to fight a shark (laughs) podcast and it's going to be huge. Here's the thing. I, I am afraid of spiders. Uh-huh. Um, as we know. This I know. Donald does not enjoy snakes. Right. I don't think about not liking snakes because we don't have snakes in our house. We do have spiders in our house. Are we sorry, are you looking at me like you're really mad right now that no, I'm talking about okay. Not at all. But like if I we don't... had if we had snakes in our house. <laughs> That's the look I was giving you. It was the, oh, my God, if we had snakes in the house. But like, I don't I, mind having some spiders in the house. But, but there are unknown unknowns. Right. Like, I don't know how to fight a snake. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All the, it's funny. The only unknown unknowns that I'm coming up with are, like, fighting snakes. Fight a shark. <laughs> fight a snake. Okay, you get fight a snake. Fight a grizzly bear. <laughs> exactly. But it, it, there are things that, like, wow, it never occurred to me. Like, before I had my foot injury, it never occurred to me that I would need to find a podiatrist or right. talk to them about foot care because it was not something. Oh, that's a more practical thing yeah. than, than shark fighting. Yeah, or the point at which, like, we know somebody who didn't know that agave syrup had calories because it was all right. natural. Right. And they were like, do you know that it has as many calories as sugar? And I was like, yes, I do because it's- And yes, it does. Yeah, and yes, it does. But it was an unknown unknown to her. Like she right. just assumed that because it was organic and from a plant that it didn't have any calories. Much like our friend, the avocado. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that avocados are our friends. They are. Um, so those are unknown unknowns, things that you just don't know that you even have to worry about. Well, those but, are the only categories, though, No. Right? No? They are not. Wait. There's, there's one another more. category? Yeah, which we had kind of talked about. Um, the unknown knowns, which ties back into Spider-Man, the things that you are willfully ignorant about, the things that you can't confront in your life, the things that you don't dare admit to yourself, yeah, the things that you continually do that you know uh, are not in your best interest. Um whether it be, you know, I do not want to open my credit card bill because I don't want to see what the balance is. That's not actually true, but I'm just giving that as an example. When you avoid the scale because you have been on vacation and yeah. you are willfully ignorant, you know that it's an issue, but you don't want to deal with it. And something that I did, which was you avoid going to the doctor because oh, you don't yeah. want to have your blood work done and don't want to have it revealed that you have some sort of uh, diabetes such as I did. Right. There's an issue looming in your family and you don't want to confront it. Someone is aging and you need to talk about senior care and you don't want to deal with it and you just pretend that it's not 
not happening because it's easier to just avoid it than to confront it. Um, there are things like, you know, you don't weigh your food. You don't track your steps. You take off your Fitbit. All of those sort of canary yeah, like habits. It can be something small. Like, I don't want to know how many calories are in this. I'm just going to eat it and and pretend that it's a low number. Well, and things that you feel like you just can't deal with or you can't confront, um, you don't track. You use a lot of those Gretchen Rubin loopholes of, well, you only live once. What am I going to do? It's yeah. a celebration. Um, and you know it's not in your best interest. But I think Donald, and we had talked about alcohol on a recent episode, um, Donald sort of has some things to say about alcohol and willful ignorance. Yeah, it's like we we know and we often think about alcohol and drug abuse as forms of self-destruction. Um, and we generally, people, you know, agree on that and that we know that smoking is also a form of self-destruction, even though some people do it. Generally, we agree that, you know, it's a slower form of self-destruction, but I think that we oftentimes, um, we don't equate ignoring our weight or the health consequences of eating in the same way. We don't think about those things as being self-destructive. We don't think about those things as as causing us long-term harm because the um, they're not as immediate and they're not as obvious. And um, we just sort of say to ourselves, ah, "I'll figure it out down the road." You know, somebody comes to us and they, you know, we know we have a second act problem. You know, going back to the Spider-Man musical, but. We are unwilling to deal with it right now, so we just ignore it and move on. Well, and there are also hierarchies of needs, which I think we're going to do an episode on at one point. But like, if yeah. you are worried about you know paying the bills or the lights going off, maybe you're not going to worry about weighing your cashews, you know. But there are so many things, like Donald said, like alcohol and smoking, where people know that it's not great for them, and you don't need to tell a smoker that it's bad for them. They know yeah. that it's not good. They know and they're doing it anyway. And if you're continually overeating, you know and you're doing it anyway. And that is a harsh truth. And I knew and I was doing it anyway. And that's why I weighed 100 more pounds than I do right now. Well, and before, I mean, when we've talked about it, I saw weight loss as an end goal. Like once I get back into my size 20 jeans, then I can start eating again yeah. and repeat the cycle. And we actually have a friend who talked about doing, I think, Metafast, which is a quick weight loss program. Yeah. She was like, oh, well, you know, like I know I need to lose 60 pounds, but I can do Metafast and I'll lose the weight and then I'll just gain it again. And then I'll go back on Metafast and I'll lose it again. And like, I know how to do it and it's fine. And it, that's that's a Band-Aid on a bigger problem of yeah. not being able to manage your weight. And, you know, Donald and I were in our 40s before we were finally able to sustainably address it and admit to all of the willfully ignorant things that we were doing to self-sabotage. Yeah, and, and willful ignorance is easy. You know, we we really believe in our beliefs, and so it makes us uncomfortable to confront things that are contrary to what we believe, the, like, I will fix it later. Or the, you know, oh, I know I really should cut back on yeah. fill in the blank. Like, if you like, find yourself oh, saying that. I shouldn't that, have that second piece of cake or whatever. Like, you know you shouldn't be doing it, and yet you do it anyway. And you're waiting also for the perfect time to maybe address it. 
But in Donald's case, a doctor said he might lose a leg. (laughs) (laughs) In my memory, my doctor did not have the boobazella thing, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Didn't he tell you about a soccer match or a football match? Yeah, probably. I don't know anymore. But the things that we don't want to admit to ourselves are looming, and they actually weigh heavy on our hearts. Those things that we're avoiding, we don't ever forget them, and they affect our psyches, I think. I mean, I for sure was super depressed and super I felt very helpless and I think when you're at the point where you feel helpless and lost that's actually when you can turn it around yeah and I found some studies um, online that actually show that um, people you know want to cling to these uh, willfully ignorant beliefs Um, and there was one study uh, Daniel T. Gilbert et al. from the University of Texas at at Austin um, their study suggested that belief is first easy and inexorable and that doubt is retroactive, difficult, and only occasionally successful. And essentially what that means is that um, people find it a whole lot easier to go through life just believing what they believe and not challenging their own beliefs. And if your belief is that you know, your behavior is fine, you prefer to stick to that rather than having to confront that. Well, and, you know, finding out and admitting that there's an issue or admitting that the earth isn't the center of the universe, like our good friend Galileo. Yeah. Like he was like, hey, guys, guess what? Uh, the earth is not the center of the universe. People didn't take that very well. No. The, our, our fine friends uh, at the Vatican did not appreciate that. And it seems crazy now that, you know, he would have been, uh, I can't remember what Galileo's fate was right now, but I he, think he was imprisoned and he, some other things. He's from, uh, he was from Florence, Italy. Uh, we saw his finger at the uh, Galileo Museum. Yeah, I remember I'm just, that. I'm just finger dropping now. Just, <laughs> <laughs> but he he was actually uh, sort of on house arrest because yeah. uh, of his her- her- heretical, heretical you know, And he was just basically telling people what actually was true. And he was getting, you know. not interested. So I, I think that we put ourselves under house arrest or parts of ourselves under house arrest because we don't want to confront the fact that we have to, you know, actually do this work. Um, if we were to acknowledge the fact that we had to eat differently or exercise differently, then we would have to then actually do the work to make it happen. Well, and it feels very overwhelming when you finally are at a point where you have a diabetes diagnosis or you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. It feels impossible. It feels huge. And it feels really like too much to manage. Like if you if you do have credit card debt or school debt or something and you don't look at the bills and you don't look at the bills, it's like you're waiting for that moment to finally confront it. Yeah. And then when you see the number, you're like, how am I going to get past that it was like that with losing weight too how like i never thought i was gonna lose 100 pounds i just wanted to lose five yeah but thinking about it in its total sum is too much to bear well and i think that that's really what you just said is really the the whole point is that you know break it down into smaller bits you don't have to fix everything overnight and that sort of you know 
you can have this epiphany and be confront actually like let yourself believe you know notice all of these things that you should be doing and that you're not doing and and it can just become so overwhelming that you let that door close again and rather than doing that do it in baby steps and get there one small step at a time yeah so i think we're on to the uh, the solution part of this so that you don't feel sad about everything so like donald said Understanding that you don't have to fix it all today. If there is an issue with what you're eating or how you're managing snacks at home or your work habits, um, admitting that you have an issue, I think, is a big deal. Because when we feel like a victim of circumstance, which I know I did for years, I just thought it was my fate to be overweight. I thought it was my genetics. I thought it was my job. I thought life wasn't fair. When I was a victim, there were no solutions because I just thought it was circumstance. It is not circumstance. It is a choice. So being in a, in a position where you are finally open to knowing your unknown and getting to a point where you're open to change and being comfortable with the discomfort of change yeah. I think is huge. And telling yourself that it is okay to change your mind, that you you know, that just because you may have believed something for a long time that turns out not to be true, that isn't a bad thing. It's part of growth and it's part of getting and achieving your goals. Well, and that's what, I mean, we, we joke about being scientists, but so much of this is an experiment and seeing what works and what doesn't work. And uh, Cassie Ho, a friend of the show, and, uh, <laughs> Another and friend of the Blogilates show. superstar, uh, internet sensation, she is actually doing a 90-day kind of reset on herself. And when she started, she said that she she hated tracking calories. Like yeah. she actually, you can go on the Blogilates website and you can check check out her blog. Um, but she talked about hating tracking calories. And so that she was just going to kind of intuitively eat and try to stick to whole foods. And she lost a little bit of weight. She was trying to lose about 12 pounds, 13 pounds. And she is halfway through her 90 days and just posted. She's like, hey, guess what? I haven't lost weight in two and a half weeks. I think all eating all those handfuls of nuts all day might not be in my best interest. And I think I've been fooling myself. And I think I need to start tracking calories. And yeah. I uh, big, big old cheers to Cassie Ho for being brave enough to admit yeah. that she was overindulging in an area and needed to switch up her plan because a lot of people will feel embarrassed to change a plan when they've announced to all that, like, I'm going to intuitively eat and it's going to be perfect, that she was able to come forward and admit to her followers, of which there are millions, that she needed to change her plan up was really huge. And I think Anyone who is brave enough to admit that something didn't work, to see something as an experiment and to move forward from that is really huge. So even successful people need to switch up their plan and admit the uh, the unknown. Yeah, and it's, it is really difficult to admit that we're wrong about things. Um, but uh, and Catherine was talking about this earlier in our non-podcasting life. It is really, you know, a lot of times we know what the solution is when we ask the question. Exactly. You know, we'll say to ourselves, um, you know, I work at a place where I get free lunch every day. What am I supposed uh, to do? What like, am, but honestly, we say like, well, what am I supposed to do? I get, but what am I supposed to do? do i'm a parent what am i supposed to do i'm a 
And the answer is the opposite of whatever it is you're not doing or doing. <laughs> yeah, you know, like if you're constantly triggered by a particular kind of cookie, like don't eat that don't cookie. Eat the like cookie. don't bring it home, don't buy it, don't put yourself around it, like stay away from it. Um, and if you, you know, if you're constantly, you can't lose any weight, you can't get yourself healthy because you're eating your your works free food, you're going to have to bite the bullet and bring don't in... Don't eat the free food. Yeah, don't eat the free food. Bring in your own food. And, you know, a lot of the time, a problem can be you don't want to stand out. You don't want to be different. Your, um, you know, conformity can kind of blind us to actual logic. Well, and we've all had that time where like, oh, you're not eating the Panera bread. You're eating a salad. Why is that salad so big? Like, why are you taking the stairs instead of whatever? And it's embarrassing. Like, yeah. it can be embarrassing to stand out. You know, or we just did our alcohol episode recently, you know, and it's like you go out and people are like, why aren't you drinking? Come on, you know, because they part of them feels guilty when you're not drinking or a part of them feels like, you know, they won't have as much fun if not everyone is doing it. And sometimes it's hard to resist that stuff, but um, it's in your best interest to do so. Right. So getting to the big picture of you realize now that you have been avoiding a known unknown, that you have been purposely avoiding confronting your issue or your your food habit or your uh, uncontrolled behavior. So I know it's, you know, it sounds kind of cliche, but admitting that you have the issue right now, I cannot control myself around alcohol or food, free food at work or my kids food, admitting that and, and putting on that, you know, that right now I can't yeah. X, Y, or Z is really important because I know Donald, when he was first diagnosed with diabetes and he said he couldn't drink, he was really depressed. He was like, yeah. I'm never going to be able to drink again. Yeah. I said I couldn't drink, said I couldn't have sugar, couldn't have bread, flour. And, you know, I thought of it at the time as forever. And it turned out it wasn't forever. It was just temporarily. And I've brought this up on the show several times before, but I used to have a real soda problem, and I really couldn't control myself if I would have one Coke. I just couldn't stop. And you know what? Now I can. And I'm not saying that everyone is going to get to that spot, but it is possible that some of these things can be temporary. But if you really can't, you know, if you have one soda and it leads to 10, or you have one soda and then suddenly you start binge eating, like, stay away from soda. Right. So the the big question is, what are you, now that you know what you know, <laughs> the no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> now that you're ready to confront it, deciding what you're ready to do today. As we said, you don't have to figure it all out today, but where are you willing to start? Are you willing to start tracking your calories? Are you willing to go? And this is something that I did. I used to eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream after getting a takeout meal, yeah. like a full takeout meal. Yeah. And, and when she says that she used to do that, she means we used we to do used it. To She's do just that. being polite. So when I decided to start tracking calories, I made a point to keep Ben and Jerry's in my life, but, and Ben and Jerry's could be replaced with any triggery food. Yeah. You can reduce the frequency that you have something. So instead of having Ben and Jerry's every night, just have it on Saturday nights. It's yeah. still in your life if you can maintain it that way. Make it a weekly treat, something for you to, yourself to look right. forward to. You can reduce the 
quantity. So instead of having a pint, they actually sell single cup or half cup servings that are single serving, which are very helpful for portion control. Yeah. And I would not suggest trying to just like dish out part of the pint. No, at a there's time. no. Yeah. That, that leads to the loophole of, oh, just a little more. Oh, it's just uneven. A Let more. me just get a little bit and more. And then on before that you know it, you've eaten the, the whole thing. So going to the single serving. Um, educating yourself about something like the, you know, oh, I just pick up a handful of nuts. I'm doing, you know, Atkins or whatever, and nuts are healthful and I'm supposed to have healthy fats. Realizing that I think a half of, or a quarter cup is like two, 300 calories or something like it's that. It's a lot. I can't remember off the top it's of my head, a lot. But, it's but a lot. if you go back to that bucket, you know, yeah, and you're two, just, three you times know, a day. Mindlessly taking a handful several times a day. It's a lot of calories. So educating yourself on the impact of your habit can really help. Um, being vulnerable with the right people. Like I, you know, there are certain people in my life who I have told like, hey, I'm going to start eating well. Yeah. Who have given me really cruddy responses like, oh, you've said that before. Or, oh, well, why are you eating that if you said you were on a diet? Or, you know what? I love you, but you're never going to be able to fit into that. Like my grandmother actually said that once. Oh. Um, and going to a trusted person, a trusted resource, a trusted group to share what your plan is matters because not everyone is going to support your goal. Some people are going to see that it's extreme. Like, oh, what are you going to do? Count calories the rest of your life? Uh, yeah, sure. Yes, that, that's exactly yes, that's what I'm going what I'm to gonna do. do. But not all people are going to support your goals. Uh, Donald had a sort of an anecdote about a healthy... Yeah, I read a, I read a story online recently about... Um, uh, written by a an older sibling whose family had a you know chronic weight issues and this particular uh person um at a very young age realized this and decided to do something about it and i mean hats off to this person um you know that is not something that i did but they got older and moved out on their own and their younger sibling was still um, living at home and the the younger sister reached out and she tried to help and, and gave her some ideas for meal planning and stuff. And then when their mom found out, the mom went absolutely ballistic like that this that the older sibling was trying to, you know, usurp authority and, you know, how dare you? And the mom Let the girl was, eat what she wants. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's not right to, to do all of these things. And the mom was being willfully ignorant because she didn't want, you know, to have to confront the fact that she was contributing to her daughter's, uh, you know, obesity and was contributing to her own obesity. And, you know, you're going to run into these things in your life, but, you know, knowing who to talk to, you know, knowing to talk to the older sibling and not telling your mom <laughs> in yeah. some cases is the or way to go. Or just not making a big deal out of a change. Like, yeah, true. Not if, not announcing if like, you, I am going to be... I have a decree. Yes. <laughs> I am eating nothing but whole foods from now on. But it's hard when you say stuff like that in an office or whatever, you know, people are like, oh, I thought you said you yeah. dot, dot, dot. So just not making a big deal out of it, not drawing attention to yourself if you're not drinking, not making a big deal out of it with people who are drinking, you know, don't, don't put yourself out there. Just yeah. keep a, uh, keep low profile if that's what you need. So talk to the right people, be vulnerable with the right people. And then uh, we kind of mentioned it, but be comfortable 
with the discomfort of change. Yeah. It's not going to feel fair to have to track calories. It's not going to feel fair to have to track your steps or, you know, whatever whatever habit you're you're doing. It seems like everybody else in the world like our daughter says that. Like if we won't let her do something, yeah. she'd be like, everybody else in school did, you know, bring switchblades to school. Like, <laughs> I'm joking. But you know, like really every single kid, like you've yeah. done a survey and it can feel like the rest of the world is living this simple life without compromise. So don't compare yourself to other people. Stay in your own lane and decide what you're ready to do today. Reassess it in a couple of weeks. Know what you know. I know that if I have a, you know, if I eat off my daughter's plate, I know it's going to lead to me overeating. I know if I start the day with a sugary treat, I'm going to keep eating sugary treats. Those are known knowns. It's taken me a while to admit it. Yeah. I know that first decisive moment where I make a choice of, oh, I'll just have dot, 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 that if I hear myself saying that, I know that's leading towards self-sabotage. And I know that. I know I know it. So uh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so, I know I know that, and I know I don't know that, so, and I don't know that I don't know that. But be okay with the discomfort of the new challenge. Yeah, it's and, okay. And look, for- some things seemed so difficult and so overwhelming when I first started doing them, and now they're just a part of my life. Yeah, like it's just a part deal. of my life to go to the grocery store every week and plan out my meals for the week and and put them together. And um, I just do it, and I've come up with backup plans upon backup plans, and I make it work. And it's just something that I know that I do, and I do it. Um, as a routine now and it's not you know overwhelming or scary or difficult and it could be at first but eventually it becomes just part of your life well and i too the the big change in this last weight loss journey where i lost 100 pounds was i remember saying to myself i have to do this differently i can't see it as a quick fix this is the rest of my life and i think knowing that and being okay with the long journey matters. It's not how much weight can I lose in October or how much weight can I lose by December? What lifestyle are you putting in place to support healthy, a healthy, happier version of yourself? It's not about the number. It's about the habits and the direction in which you're pointed and educating yourself admitting your shortcomings. There are still plenty of things that Donald and I are not ready to confront. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, And I know boy. it. I know that, you know, we're reading the diet fix uh, in Molt Place, W-O-L-T Place. Um, <laughs> and he talks about eating whole foods all the time and home-cooked meals. He can stick a fork in my frozen meal because yeah. I am not in, no, a, in I, a position I, to I do that. I lost 100 pounds not doing that. Um, but, you know, do is there a part of me that knows that maybe I would be healthier if I did that? Sure, sure probably. Sure. But um, I've just managed to, you know, lose the weight without that. But deciding to level up from where you are, we've talked about it before, deciding what you are willing to confront, what habit you're willing to reduce the frequency, the duration, the quantity of what you're ready to educate yourself on with a trusted leader in an industry. You know, I don't know about Weight Watchers, but I'm going to investigate it. Does it sound like something that I can do? Try it. Try it out. See how it works. Uh, find trusted support with trusted people. Uh, again, be comfortable with the discomfort and learn from your 
habits. Learn from what your experiments are. Yeah, ask yourself, are the things that I've been doing so far, are the plans that I'm 100% sure work for me, have they really been working? Um, you know, if you're, if you're stuck at a certain position or if you keep gaining weight, um, if you keep doing these plans for a little while and then going back off of them and gaining the weight back, they're not really working for you. And so opening up yourself to the idea that there are other things out there that you can try is huge. And I've said it before on this show, but being really honest with myself has been one of the greatest keys to unlocking you, you, weight loss success. You stole my last point. I was going to say something very similar. Here, let's say it at the same time. I think being it's really, really important. honest is important. No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, I should yes and you. I, I like how you called me an honesty thief, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that honesty, the what to say when you talk to yourself – I used to be a victim of all of my choices. What else am I supposed to do? Saying that at the end of your sentence yeah. is a danger zone. So like Donald said, be very honest with yourself. And that can feel very foreign and strange because we don't want to challenge our own beliefs. But uh, it pays off in the end. It pays off huge so, in the end. So that's the unknown known, no, 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 knowns. Yes. And now you know. And Say knowing that ten times fast. knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half it is. the battle. It, it really is half is. the battle. You know, those G.I. Joe guys, they knew what was going on. They really did. So. Especially Snake Eyes. <laughs> Although Wait, he was didn't he a talk. bad guy or a good guy? No, he was a good guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We'll put it in post. Uh yeah. so so yeah, so that's our information about uh about the unknown knowns. And now know I think up. it's time for our product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody. This is a this is a, uh, a a double hit of something, a one-hit wonder yeah, that we're hitting you twice Yeah, this is the product of the week that we've done before, but um, I think that it's uh, an important one. It is a has been a really huge one for Catherine and I, and we use it every day. And Toothbrushes. <laughs> <laughs> and as the seasons changed, as we See, mentioned before, um, you know, the, the weather is getting a little bit worse, um, and... Uh, we can't go outside. We actually got rained on on our morning walk this morning. We did. We made the mistake of going outside in California. And so the product of the week is a rebounder. Rebounder. It's back again, an old friend. Uh, rebounders have changed. I would say that they've changed our life in the last year. Oh, yeah, say. for sure. Not having to deal with heat, wind, frost, bitter winters in Southern California, Not to mention the potential crazy people or getting hit by a car or... Any of those things. <laughs> sure. Um, no, we used to walk a lot uh, when it was dark out in the morning. So being able to rebound at home has really helped us. Uh, one, it uh, it helps us keep up on the Netflix. Um, yeah, but it's much easier to watch TV when you're rebounding. But we have listeners in Canada and in other you know super hot climates, cold climates, and uh, and snowy climates. So investing in what you can do in this season. So why don't you tell them what a rebounder is? Rebounder is a mini trampoline. Uh, it is about 40 inches in circumference. Yeah, something uh, like maybe that. Maybe five, six inches off the ground. People ask us, do you bounce on it up and down like you're, you know, at a at a trampoline park? The answer is no, you don't. You just kind of I do when shift, no one's watching. Shift your feet from left to right, and yeah. uh, we get up. Uh, you, a, you kind of like pretend walk on it in a weird way. But you don't like, even have like to like you're, like you're walking on the moon, although your feet never. Leave oh yeah, it. it's like moonwalking, but you stay in in place. Yeah, 
so you like, just kind of lift like, up your heels. Like walking in like a bouncy house or something almost. Yeah. Uh, but we get up uh, a, a nice heart rate. Yeah. We don't have to jump up and down. Uh, we uh, we can watch television while we're doing it. It no, doesn't it, take up much room. It strengthens my legs and, and I can, uh, I can you know, bounce pretty fast on it, um, really get the heart rate up. And uh, like uh, Catherine said, we can uh, watch TV while we do it. Yep, and we have it, his and hers rebounders. It doesn't bother our neighbors or not that they've told us. Yeah, um, if it does, they impact. haven't said anything. It's low impact. Uh, and it's been a really great resource, uh, you know, having his and her matching uh, treadmills in our small living room would not make sense. But having uh, the Ann Shear brand uh, rebounders are great. Yeah, and Different- I'll link to them in the show notes uh, if you're interested in buying one for yourself. They're not crazy expensive, uh, depending on your point of view. There's something like 70 bucks. Yeah, and there are ones that are considerably more expensive, but we've been happy with our Ann Shear brand. Different rebounders have different weight limits, so if you are looking at them, go on Amazon. I mean, there's not like the perfect one that's going to change your life. Just find one that fits your uh, your your size preference and your uh, your budget. Uh, but just getting on the rebounder, and I can sneak in. I work from home. I can sneak in steps, quote unquote, on the yeah. rebounder. Uh, in just a couple of minutes, I can get 250 steps. Um, and with the season change, it really is a game changer for me. And I think it is for Donald, too. So you don't have to be a victim to cold weather, rain, snow, heat. It's uh, it's temperature controlled in your house at a, a budget-friendly price. And uh, so... Get on it, and that is our... Get on it, literally. Get on it, and that is our product of the week. Pow! Pow! Product of the week to you. Product of the week to you. Very satisfied. And I think that is just about it for this week's episode of We Only Look Thin. Um, As we mentioned at the beginning, uh, you could help us out by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. You can email us with a question or a product of the week or a tip of the week at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. And you can find us on the socials at weonlylookthin. Yeah, we're on Instagram, uh, Twitter a little bit, and then a lot on Facebook. And um, we've talked about it before, but we're running Walt Place, W-O-L-T Place. Yes, Uh, Walt Place is a uh, support group for women uh, where uh, people like you trying to uh, uh, help each other on their weight loss adventure. Yeah, without the nosy interruptions of the people you know in 3D uh, 3D life. No, and you get some direct access to Catherine. Yeah. Yes, I'm uh, delightful. And if you really want direct a- access to me, although I don't really participate. Yeah, he. Uh, you can add him, but he's not on all that much. Because I am not one of the ladies. It's for ladies. So, uh, so yeah, join us at Walt Place. You can find more information on Walt Place if you go to weonlylookthin.com and click on join our support group. You sure can. Yeah. Uh, so if you are uh, still confused about what is known or unknown or what the known knowns are or the unknown knowns are, there's one thing you can know for sure that you know, and that is that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.